Bushy Ridgey here with uh, your daily takeaway podcast. Uh, a little insight into our lives before we get going on the main show. As you all know, I'm having building work done in, in yeah. the house at the moment. So we're having the kitchen done, loads of stuff, dust everywhere. It's a total nightmare. Can't use the kitchen or anything. So we've ha- uh, had to start washing the dishes in the bath. <laughs> and you know what? As the person who always does the dishes in our house... I might stick with it once the building work's done, because it's amazing the amount of stuff you can get done in, in one bathtub. It sounds like something out of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It, honestly, it's the next step, but we're sleeping top to tail in bed. <laughs> but honestly, the amount of stuff you can get in a bathtub. You know, like, we've got quite a small sink, so if we do end up washing up, you have to do two or three loads, whereas I can get loads of stuff done in one go and kneel down at the same time. I suggest you tell the builders immediately to stop, because the whole point of the building work <laughs> is to give yourself a bit more room in the kitchen. And now you're saying that actually going forwards, you're going to wash all your crockery yeah. in the bath. <laughs> I would review the plans. But I, I feel like we need to look Cancel at this. Cancel HS2. Cancel Bush's building work. This is it. This is an option. So, look, I'm, all I'm saying is don't rule out washing your dishes in the bath. It's a bit of a game changer. Kneeling is great. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The most fun you can have on a Tuesday afternoon. It's home time with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. The most fun. We've checked the list and there is nothing more fun. Oh, we've got the paperwork and everything. Look, yep. I can prove it. Number one on the list. Um, saw a school trip earlier on today. Class of uh, class of school kids, probably, I'm guessing, around about 8, 9, 10 age. Quite a spectrum there, actually. Yeah. Um, all in their high-vis tabards. A good sort of like three, four, five members of staff with them. Uh, but they were all in very high spirits. Of course they were. They're going on a train to some kind of place uh, for a school trip. What a day. What a day that would be. But I looked at the staff and I thought to myself, rather you than me. <laughs> Rather you than me. Well done. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be great if the, if there was some kind of little just day-to-day award you could you could put on their lapel and go, well done. Listen, well done. Well done. So, the Rather You Than Me Awards are born. If there is someone that you have seen today or within the last week or so that you've thought to yourself, wow, Rather You Than Me, well done. Done. Like, like, good on you, but I couldn't do it. Exactly that. Well, like, for me, I, you know, we were just talking about Boiling Point earlier on, yep. the, you know, the, the chef TV series or whatever. I, 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 love, I, I have huge respect for people who work in kitchens, having worked in them, you know, back in the day down in Devon, but I don't know how people do it. Like, if, you've got, if you're a chef and you've got a steak on, yep. and then other people come in and want steaks, yep. how do you keep track of all the steaks? <laughs> Let alone not eat it yourself. No, this is it. So, <laughs> fair play to you, but rather you than me, because it would just... Flip me out even thinking about it. Uh, Trudy wants to nominate the people that are unblocking a fatberg uh, in the uh, the drains and tunnels. I guess they're called sewers. I'd uh, love to see a fatberg. I don't Do you want to like, see what it looks like? Would you really? I'd love to see a fatberg. I'm not sure I would. Oh, just, just even can they can they take a photo and send it to us? That would be great. I, I, I would not want to go down there myself. <laughs> no way. No, thank you. Uh, there was, you know, what, there, was, there was a thing. Obviously, I went to the NFL on Sunday. Um, there was, I want to nominate someone who had to do something that I wouldn't want to do at the NFL. Uh, the the uh, the mascot for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, American football team is called Jackson Deville. Right. Basically, it's a person dressed as, dressed up in like a Jaguar outfit. Anyway, but whoever it was had to bungee jump off the Wembley roof <laughs> before the game. It was actually the most exciting thing that happened during the entire match. But. Uh, I mean, it looked horrendous. Like, everyone's kind of heart stopped just for a second as this person was dropping. And then they lowered him onto, like, a camera thing accidentally. Oh. It's like, split the difference. <laughs> I was thinking, poor Jackson DeVille. Rather him than me. Indeed. Uh, just as a side question, if you're, if you're dressed as a, as a Jaguar... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they, do they then, like, walk around on all fours? 
No, he's up. He's upright. He's upright. I, I would say that's generally the rule for most animal mascots. Really? They're, on hind legs. I think an animal mascot should be on all fours. I know, but there's lots of different animal mascots out there, and they all—they pretty much all go. Well, does Gunnosaurus walk around on all fours? It's a dinosaur. Dinosaurs walked around on two legs. Well, I think overall, I don't know where there's a code of conduct okay. for uh, uh, mascots. Uh, Richard says, uh, Bush, search out the TV show called Sewer Men. It's all about fatbergs and pipes and blockages and uh, how the clearing process works. It's a very good programme. Well, we were walking to school yesterday and I was explaining it to uh, my middle daughter, Thea. It's only when you think about what goes on. Like yeah. Everyone goes and does their business in their houses and it goes down little tubes, yeah. meets in the middle of the street and then goes out somewhere. S- search it out when you get home tonight. It'd be a good one to watch over dinner, that. Uh, absolutely, that'd be great, yeah. <laughs> Work up an appetite. Uh, Millie says, I'd like to nominate my mate Chris, who has to do the same rubbish day in, day out at work and is like the company apprentice, which is bad because he's nearly 60. Uh, award being handed out there. Uh, Alex the Van Driver would like to nominate girlfriend Jenny uh, for the Rather You Than Me Award. Currently having to deal with an onslaught of vomit. <sighs> Uh, from their three-year-old Billy, uh, says she doesn't deal very well with vomit and is being an utter hero in the process. Do you know the weirdest thing is, right, you, I remember being quite scared of other kids being sick in school assembly. Mm. You know, like the yeah. old sawdust and yeah. them having to wear a change of clothes with the dinner lady or whatever. And, and it, it freaks me out, like, as a parent. Mm. that I've been quite lucky so far. Yep. But it's coming to us all. It is, and that is a platinum Rather You Than Me award. (laughs) Is there a Channel 5 programme about that one? (laughs) It's for Jenny. Conrad, very specific one here, says uh, the people in the supermarkets who have to deal with customers complaining they've been charged £2.55 for an item when the price on the shelf says £2.50, then tannoying for someone to go and check. That is a wind-up, isn't it? Uh, Rebecca, who are you nominating? It's got to be my husband. He works for Veralia in Leeds and he works in the hot end making wine bottles and sauce bottles. But is, he, is he a glass blower? Is he a glass blower, your husband? No, it's a massive um, bottle machine which is really hot because it comes out with molten lava. And Ooh. I was about to ask you what temperature it gets up to in there for some context as to whether we bestow this award, but if it's molten lava... It's uh, working with lava on a daily basis. that's coming straight out from the Earth's <laughs> mantle, then uh, that is quite yeah. something. From a massive furnace, but I just like it when he brings a bottle home, you know, and it fills with wine. Oh, yeah, a bit of perks <laughs> and stuff. And, and he, he must be sweating cobs there, your husband. Do you, have, do you give him, like, uh, like, Capri Sun or whatever to cool him down in his lunchbox? <laughs> It's usually black currant, and he drinks pints and pints and pints of it. Rebecca, what is your husband's name? It's Frank. Frank, rather you than us. Hot Frank. Most definitely. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you very much. You've made our day. Uh, let me just explain what's going on at the weekend. I was telling uh, my middle daughter, Thea, off at the weekend because she wouldn't get off her tablet, which is where most of the arguments in our house start from. You know, little uh, the Kindle Fire and watching the YouTube and all that kind of thing. Anyway, she wasn't listening to me, and I thought I need to assert my authority. And it suddenly dawned on me that um, the old parental arsenal of threats are no longer there. The game's gone. Uh, and like, if you're listening to this now and you, you've got grown-up kids, fair play to you. You're lucky because you lived in the heyday of child threats and dire consequences. And now it's all changed. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like, we, we grew up back in the day under the spectre of being sent to the boarding school. Uh, you remember these things your parents used to threaten you when you were a kid, right? 
So for us, it was like the, the being sent to the boarding school. And I specifically remember my mum going through this farce of sitting on the landing, because obviously me and my brother Simon had been naughty. She was, she was on the landline, because we had a landline on the, on the landing at home. And, and going through this farce of, of booking us in via the receptionist, who obviously wasn't there. That is next level. Isn't it terrible? We, me and my brother were sat in our rooms going, oh, my God, oh my God, you know, like someone out of a Dickens novel. And she was booking us in for the boarding school and was going to put our bags in the boot and everything like, like that. Actual names and, like, leaving yes. a gap as if someone's writing them down. A-N-D-Y <laughs> space B-U-S-A. And we were absolutely petrified. But you know what? It worked. Cause, I bet. You know, I feel bad that anyone listening to this who's, you know went to boarding school. I'm sure you, you had an all right time. Had a great time, I would imagine. For some reason, in our household, it was, you know, used as this kind of <laughs> the worst possible situation. So, I mean, were you threatened with anything in particular Do when you, you were a kid? you know what? The one that I was threatened with, and this is, it's going to kind of, it's going to sound like a lucky threat in, in some respects. Uh-huh. Um, when I was growing up, my old man had a pair of season tickets for Arsenal. Okay. And so I, I was lucky uh, in my sort of like, you know, very, very sort of like, you know, sort of 9, 10, 11 kind of things to be going up to Highbury pretty regularly. And the slight drop of a... Uh, if that keeps going on like that, there's no Arsenal for you this weekend, that would rein my behaviour in... I bet. ..so quickly. Uh, it, probably because we were doing decent at the time as well. But, yeah, if I had that football ticket taken away or the spectre of it, oh, it's like an angel. Well, is it, I mean, with my kids now, I could threaten to take them to Goodison Park. Other way around, yeah. playing up, so... <laughs> It's like reverse psychology. So just I don't know, have a little thing back. I, I do genuinely believe that the old the old threats are no longer there, and it, it's a it's a tougher environment to parent. It in is because there are no consequences. Like you can't pretend to phone a boarding school anymore. Uh, Mark says the Sandman, or off to a home with your ears tied back. Imagine saying that now. You can do it in a million years. Our very own Emil Franchi here from Absolute Radio says his parents once drove him towards a young offenders institution and said he'd, he'd have itchy bed sheets. Psychological torture going on. Uh, Dean is uh, saying the spectre of a swing ball racket on his bum from his mum. Kids, if you're listening to this, you're lucky. Think about those swing ball. You play swing ball. That's just like a, that's just like a solid plastic racket. It is. So, the kids these days, very very lucky. Uh, thank you for sharing the trauma. Big Al in Sunderland says uh, we used to be threatened with the cottage homes, which we believe to be a juvenile detention centre where all you ate was cold baked beans and stale bread. Uh, and Georgia from Southport says, my mum would pretend to ring my teacher to arrange for me to go and sleep at my school on my own overnight. <laughs> this was during term time and holidays inclusive. <laughs> I love that one. I've never heard that before. Uh, this one here says, we used to uh, be near the water a lot as children and my brother and I were threatened with Sally Longarm. <laughs> if you got too close, Sally Longarm would pull you in. Absolutely <laughs> petrified. Used to peer into the water looking for this white-faced ghostly girl with long arms reaching out to get us. It was horrifying. <laughs> so, some scary stuff coming in. Uh, we've got Emma on the line. Emma, what did your folks threaten you with when you were a kid and naughty? Uh, my dad used to tell us if we were naughty, we would go to the Jaggy Jumper home. <laughs> what is a Jaggy Jumper home, Emma? So, you know when you used to get jumpers that were itchy and you hated wearing them and you were just like, oh God, I want this off? <laughs> if you went to the home, that's what you had to wear. Wow, because our youngest daughter, Stella, there's like a, a like a cable knit jumper that we've got for her. Yeah. And she hates having it on because I think it itches her neck and she can't wait to get the damn thing off. So the Jaggy Jumper Home would be... The Jaggy lo- Jumper Home. Loads of, loads of kind of jumpers like that that just kind of make you itch. Yes. What a specific yeah. threat. <laughs> a sensory threat. Yeah. Really specific. 
Uh, and oh. imagine sort of like being given a, a, a gift from a work, not, not, not from a work colleague, but from, imagine being given a gift from a family member who's actually made you a jaggy yeah. jumper. A jaggy jumper. Well, it would be like the, the jumpers that your grand used to knit that were a bit, oh, I don't want to wear this. So is this Scottish people listening now? Would this be sending like fear um, down their necks a little bit? That they, they Would they be probably. aware of the jaggy jumper? I would probably imagine that most Scottish people would have heard of a jaggy jumper before. Wow. I've never heard of a jaggy jumper before right now. This is it. And I'm, I'm actually scared of jaggy jumpers, even just talking to you about it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the fear is real. We were threatened with that. He actually used it on myself and my sisters. And then when my son and my niece came along, they were also threatened with the jaggy jumper home. Another generation scarred yeah. with the fear of jaggy jumpers. I would imagine the jaggy yeah. jumper home has no central heating. Oh, it must be freezing in there. <laughs> That's the irony. The only way to keep warm is to get your jaggy jumper on. Anne from Glasgow says, Hi, mine was being told I'd be sold to the toffee apple woman at the Barrows, which was a marketplace full of stalls next to the Barrowland ballrooms in Glasgow, and she looked like the scary woman in Central Park with all the pigeons out of Home Alone. <laughs> that is horrendous, and for me that is right up there with the person that was threatened to be uh, taken to school by the larder every day. And jaggy jumpers from <laughs> earlier on as well. Thank you for those. Bush and Ritchie, Tuesday's Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. Uh, Tim Burgess is back on Absolute Radio with a new series of his listening party later this month. Uh, but He's also got a day job with this band you may have heard of, up-and-coming band called The Charlatans, heading back out on the road this winter. Right now at absoluteradio.co.uk, you can win tickets to see them play live. And while you're there, listen back to some amazing episodes of his show featuring the likes of The Edge, The Kinks, Charlene Spiteri and Susanna Hoff. We say so often this show is alive 24 hours a day. You can email us hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Quite often people catch up with stories uh, through our Daily Takeaway podcast and want to get back in touch. I wish we'd heard about this yesterday because I would have wanted to explore it more. Do you remember we were talking uh, about uh, jumping in stories? People jumping in stuff. People jumping in. Uh, Simon has got in touch with... He says, it's not a jumping story, but I did get catapulted over a hedge by a cement mixer. (laughs) (laughs) And no, no further information. No, so we went back to Simon and Simon has got back in touch with more information. Brilliant, because we need more information. Simon says, my dad was building a garage. I was about six at the time. He went inside and wanting to help my dad, I decided to put some cement in the mixer. The spade got caught inside and I kept hold of it and got thrown over the hedge. Dad came out to see a spade going round, but no child to be seen. That is unbelievable. You don't get that in the first 20 minutes of casualty. <laughs> this show's alive 24 hours a day, like we say. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Just one more question about your uh, your dishwashing in the bath. You want, you're you're yeah. not in there at the same time, are you? No, no, that would, oh, imagine that'd be awful. Bathing oh. with all your soiled dishes. Because we use a cheese grater a lot in our house. Oh. That'd be terrible. Oh, imagine that. I'm so sorry. What a mental image. We, need to, we can't leave the podcast on this. Just say something, <laughs> something else. Be good for corns, though, wouldn't it? Well, oh. 